Michigan State just did the unthinkable. And by that I mean the unthinkable in anything but a good way. Losing at home to Indiana. Not just losing at home to Indiana, but losing at home to Indiana, led by Dexter Williams, and blowing a 24-7 halftime lead is close to what I would call unthinkable. Outgaining Indiana 540 total yards to 288 total yards, and leading Indiana by around 13 minutes of T.O.P., and still losing in double overtime is unthinkable. Michigan State, before this game, for three games against Michigan, against Illinois, and against Rutgers, had played anywhere from great to decent football. And I thought that they would have this game in the bag. I thought that they would, I don't know if they were going to cover that 12 and a half point, you know, favorite, but I thought that they'd come out and they'd win and they would do something. You know, it was senior day. Elijah Collins, who is a senior for the Michigan State program, actually had a big day. 19 carries, 107 yards, 5.6 yards per carry, and he had the two, the team's two rushing touchdowns. Peyton Thorne had the other two Spartan touchdowns, which were passes to Malik Carr for five yards and Keon Coleman for two yards. Wide receiver Keon Coleman once again leading the Michigan State Spartans in receiving yards with 107 of those and one receiving touchdown. You know, giving Tom Allen and giving Indiana life is a new level of low. It's why after Michigan beat Indiana 31-10, to I was disgusted with that win. In fact, even after today, I'm a Michigan fan, and we didn't. We did not deserve to beat Illinois today. We we should have lost. I don't know between us being tied with Connor Bazelak, Indiana at half, or nearly losing to Brett Bielema, which is worse. Indiana is a bad football team with a bad football product. They were winless in conference last year. They only beat Illinois this year, and now they have beaten Michigan State. This year, Michigan State being a team who started ranked in the top 15, they're 5-6, five 3-5 and six, three and five in conference, and to me, this is just, again, I, I don't have much words to say about this. I just don't. I mean, when you go into the locker room up by 17 and you blow that lead and top it all off, we'll get to this especially later, but... Your special teams just continues to punch you and punch you over and over again. You continue to shoot yourselves in the foot with atrocious special teams play. Michigan State doesn't have a kicker, and their kick return coverage was terrible today. It was absolutely terrible. You know, Indiana is a team that 
was three and seven coming into this game. Indiana has little to no talent. Their trench play is horrible. They cannot run the football. It's why Connor Bazelak led the nation in attempts per game. And they switch it up against Michigan State. And because Dexter Williams only had seven pass attempts. And Indiana ran for two north of 250 yards on a Michigan State front seven that coming into this year was expected to, for a variety of good reasons, to be elite against the run. And they weren't. Michigan State led 24-7 to at halftime. How and why did they lose? Do you know what this could do to a locker room? A team that already has eight suspensions on defense. A team that is already woefully underperformed given preseason, you know, preseason win totals and expectations. A lot of people had Michigan State's win total preseason at seven and a half, and everyone, including myself, thought, well, that's pretty low. Well, Vegas is, you know, Vegas is Vegas for a reason. They're more intelligent than 90 to 99% of people involved in sports or sports writers. And they knew something that we didn't about Michigan State. And they took all these things into account. And Michigan State is 5-6. and six. If they somehow beat Penn State, they still have another bowl game to play. And at best, they'll finish 7-6 and six under that 7.5 win total. I don't know how you blow a 24-7 to seven lead at halftime. I know how you can blow a lead like that, but... It's against Indiana. This isn't like Michigan blowing a 16-point lead against Michigan State last year when Michigan State had arguably the best player in the country in Kenneth Walker. Indiana has Sean Shivers at running back. Their quarterback, who had seven passing attempts and only two completions, had 86 rushing yards and a long of 34 Sean Shivers, you know, he came into this game averaging 3.7 yards per carry. He had nearly nine. Nearly nine. Against a Michigan State defense that includes, you know, guys like Jacob Slade and, and Simeon Barrow. A defensive tackle room that has some of the most talent in the Big Ten. And the Spartans, speaking of inefficiency, special teams unit absolutely killed them. Their special teams are a complete disaster. Let me read you some statistics here. Indiana kick returns. They had six kick returns for 192 yards, averaging 32 yards per return. This includes a long of 88, which was an 88-yard return for a touchdown by Jalen Lucas. Michigan State's kick returns, they had two. Tyrell Henry had both of those. They only averaged 20 yards per return, totaling 40 yards. Indiana had no punt returns. Jaden Reed had two punt returns for 24 yards with a long of 19. Indiana was one of two for field goals with a long of 40 and four of four on extra points. Michigan State's Ben Patton was one of three. 33% along of 19. 
he missed from 22. Michigan State has a kicker who missed from 22 yards. 4 of 4 on extra points, 7 total points. And then punting it, Bryce Beringer only averaged 31 yards per, per punt. James Evans, Indiana's punter, averaged 36.7 yards per punt. Indiana won in special teams, and that is actually the reason they won this game, special teams, because Michigan State dominated T.O.P. Michigan State had 29 first downs to Indiana's 11. Michigan State had one turnover, yes, but they had 540 yards to Indiana's 288. Indiana was one of one on fourth down. MSU was one of four on fourth down. The repeated fourth down conversions, I didn't get it last year because Michigan State, you know, they they had Matt Coughlin. They had a, a decent kicker. And then you lose playmakers from last year that help you convert some of those fourth downs. And you also lose a kicker, like a good kicker. Michigan State is really in a tough spot. Like offensively, defensively, they're a team that is wildly inconsistent seeing how, you know, they went into Champaign and and beat Illinois. And they actually had a good performance against Michigan. And Peyton Thorne actually did well against Washington. There are moments where Michigan State's defense will look poverty and great. There are moments where Michigan State's offense will look anywhere from horrible to good. And if you put the offense's best days and the defense's best days together, and that was the average style of play MSU had, you'd have a top 25 team. There's top 25 potential here. But the issue is the cohesiveness of the team, the lack of mental toughness, the lack of game planning the lack of execution, the bad play calling. Indiana Indiana was the mentally tougher team. Indiana was the more prepared team. Indiana had a game plan here. Their quarterback had seven passing attempts. They ran it nearly every play, and they won doing it. They successfully ran a one-dimensional game plan and won with it. We are going to run because we saw that Rutgers, for the first time in like Big Ten history, had a great rushing attack. So we're going to do that because like Rutgers, we also have no offensive line. So they ran it. They ran it and ran it and ran it. And the results were 257 rushing yards for 5.8 yards per carry. And four rushing touchdowns with a long of 79 by Sean Shivers, who is a quick, nimble, small guy. 5'7", 186 pounds. That's like, that's a du- that's like a Deuce Vaughn build, except I think Deuce Vaughn weighs more, and Deuce Vaughn is a better running back, but short, low center of gravity, speedy guy. Like, absolutely quick. And the Hoosiers ran for 257 yards and four TDs, dominating one on the ground. They was just crazy what they did on the ground. And I would have never thought this to be possible. Never. Because Indiana can't run the football. Indiana passes all the time. And because they have no offensive line, Connor Bays like gets sacked. 
hurried misses it, whether it's overthrow, underthrow, just wildly misses his wide receivers. And what's almost funny about that is he's the strength of their team. Connor Basil acted well in the SEC. Indiana's problem is they just have no offensive line. There's no supporting cast. No offensive line means you step back. You have to quickly release the ball. That's why he has so many incompletions and also so many completions. He has no time in the pocket. And they didn't even, he didn't even play today. And Dexter Williams, the fact they only had him pass for seven times against a secondary that has a terrible reputation shows you what Indiana's quarterback room is without Connor Basilak. But they won. I don't know how Indiana won. Like that, no matter how many highlights or game film I can watch, I don't understand how they won this game. Tom Allen might have just saved his job entering next season. Four and seven, they might have a chance to beat Purdue because Purdue did not look good against Northwestern. Five and seven, closing out on a two-game win streak, Tom Allen is definitely safe. At four and eight, I don't exactly know, but that's a two-win improvement off of last year. And if they can raid the portal again like they raided it last year and get some guys and go bowling, well, then he's safe after next season. So good on Tom Allen. And for Michigan State, you've heard a lot of what I've already talked about. The Spartans are inefficient on all sides of the ball, and this is on the staff. Absolutely on the staff. Totally. And how the staff is going to somehow put together a win and beat Penn State, that would be A, the most bipolar thing in the world, and B, it would be something that I just don't believe is possible. Because Penn State, ironically, after their chances of winning the East and going to the playoff are over, are playing some of the best football nationally. They beat Rutgers 55-10 to after trailing 7-10. to They shut out Maryland 30 to nothing. Maryland just scared Ohio State. And before then, they destroyed this Indiana team 45-14, with the score being 45-7 to at some point. So, I don't know. Michigan State probably finishes 5-7, and seven, misses a bowl game, which means missing valuable practices. The flip side of that, though, is you can immediately get started working on next season. Hopefully that means bringing in new ideas on the offensive coordinator side of the ball. After watching Indiana run for 257 yards, Scotty Hazleton should not be employed after the regular season. It's Indiana, no offensive line. And Sean Shivers and their running backs are decent, but you have Jacob Slade and Simeon Barrow. You have Cal Halliday. Like I know Jacoby Woodman and some others are out and suspended, but you have players. You, you have players if you're Michigan State on the defensive side of the ball. You have Xavier Henderson, Ben Van Summeren, you Aaron Brule. You have guys, and you couldn't stop the run you just couldn't do it couldn't do it at all lack of a coherent special teams unit tore them apart inefficiency on all sides of the ball the staff it it just it is a mess this game just embodies how broken this michigan state team is 
And I think for Mel Tucker, who I do think, based off of last year's success, he has credibility as a head coach, some credibility. He needs to rebuild this staff. Continue using the portal, and you've used the portal to upgrade your roster. That's very evident by how the team plays at times. But now the staff needs to be upgraded. And that's where I'm going to end off this video. I think Michigan State needs a better staff. They deserve a better staff, in my opinion, with what they did last year with Kenneth Walker and Jaden Reed and, and Peyton Thorne. And only one of those guys left, and now the other two guys don't look nearly as good as they did last year. I mean, they were a good team last year. They're a team this year that has shown flashes of potential. They need to upgrade their staff. If you like this video, make sure to hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, click the notification bell, and comment your thoughts down below. I'll see you later, guys. Bye.